Are you ready to discover who you came here to be? Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. Human Design is a system and a tool that is here to empower you and show you your greatest potential. Come learn with us and discover who you really are. Hi there, Crystal here. I want to share with you a few potential opportunities before we dive into this week's episode. Leah and I have made it our mission to not only bring you energy updates, interesting guests, and education on here, but we also have a few different ways to connect and work with us outside of the podcast. Now, the first opportunity is completely free, and if you have been struggling with understanding your strategy authority, I highly recommend picking up our free guide on tips and tricks to honoring your strategy and authority. And you can get that in our show notes down below to better help you align to your unique guidance system. Next, if you have been struggling with the key terms in human design, if you don't understand how to read your body graph, Lee and I have have come up with graphics and images that provide easy ways to understand the key terms so you can begin to unravel your true self. And that's exactly what this manual is called, your user manual to your true self to help you speak the language of human design in no time. Our next offer is great if you've been loving our program energy updates because we put together a 2022 yearly forecast through the lens of human design, astrology, and tarot. Super, super helpful to have a look back on this year and also what's to come and how we can be supported by the energy of what's ahead. Now, our last offer has a few different options, so listen up. We've been telling you for a long time that we were building a subscription service on the four transformations and the wait is over. The doorway is now open to your true self and you can get for six full months every single one of our variables classes. So all of the colors for determination, every single tone for cognition, and all of the colors for environment view and motivation. All of these classes were put together with source material from Ra Uruhu, as well as lived experience from people who actually have these aspects in their design. And for a very low price of $39.99 a month um, that is well over the value of $600. If you've uh, bought all of our bundles, it would be well over that price. And you also get a bonus that is our support group with this subscription service. So you not only get the classes, but you also get a community of people to help you along the way through your deconditioning process that include a community page to post and two group Zoom calls a month. If you're just looking for support, you can also get that um, outside of the doorway, just just the support for only $19.99 a month. And if you want one of our classes on the variables, you're not ready to enter the doorway or our support group, you can put pick up your a la carte class on determination, cognition, or environments down below. View and motivation are an exclusive only for the doorway. Now, if you're looking for one-on-one attention and would like to dive into your human design chart, feel free to connect with me on either Instagram or book a reading on my website, which you can find down below in the show notes. Or if you would like a tarot reading from Leah, you can also connect with her on Instagram and also her website down below. 
We are so excited for everyone to discover their uniqueness, their differentiation, and everything I have mentioned you can find again in the show notes down below. We hope you enjoy this next episode. Hello, welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. I'm Crystal. I'm Leah. And we have, uh, oh, hold on, open throat, hold on. <laughs> we, have, we have a very special guest. Um, we've been telling you guys that we're, we're doing more interviews and we have another one ready for you as you listen to this now. Um, this one's a little different than the ones we've done in the past because every other one we've done in the past has been related directly from human design people or astrology. And this is someone that has nothing to do with any of that. <laughs> but I'm going to give a little backstory before I introduce. Um, so like a couple months ago, I was in Knoxville, Tennessee for the first time. And I wanted to take my husband to a show because he is Valley's environment and Valley's environment. Um, people are like, they really like bars and shows and music. Cause it's really about the acoustics and the sound and the travel of information and the stories. And so I was like, he, and he used to thrive and like go to so many shows and because of COVID the pandemic, we have kids, we're old now, you know, all those things. We don't do that. So I was like, let's go to a show. I know it's going to like put you in your environment. And when you're in your correct environment, you feel, um, you feel like yourself, like you feel just like whole and, and like at home. And so I wanted to give him that. So we went um, to a show and I started watching this band and I was watching the singer and I was like, holy shit. I'm like, this guy first has such a beautiful voice, number one. And then number two, <laughs> he's like, stop. <laughs> number two, I was like, he has an open throat. Like he, like if I said to myself, if he doesn't have an open throat, I'm going to quit. And I was like, I need to find out, like, I'm going to quit human design. I mean, um, I'm like, I need to find out. So there was this little dance I know that you probably don't remember it, but I, it's imprinted in my brain. So there was a little dance that happened between the two of us because we're both generators. I'll give you his full design in just a moment. There's a little dance that happened between the two of us. And he initiated me because he has the 2551 and I only have the 25 and this is my bridge gate. And so I felt this like sacral pull to go talk to him. And I just said, do you know what time you were born? Just real creepy, you know, like, <laughs> like most people would probably be like, excuse me, lady, can you please back up? Take a, few, take a few steps back. But no, he actually was intrigued. And I was like, yeah, I do this thing called human design, similar to astrology, but it's a lot more exact. And I think you'd really dig it if you, if you are into that kind of thing. He's like, yeah, you, I think you said, I know my big three or something. And I was like, yes, we're okay. We're like, we're like, this is going to work out. And so, um, 
yeah. So I was like, would you like to come on my podcast? And because he's literally living his design, we're going to go through it through his life, which I think is really fun because it allows people to kind of understand how is this information, this like energy, this your unique blueprint that's basically just your entirety, your total self, your quantum self, right? So I was like, he's living that. I see it. And I was like, if I could get his information, I get to confirm my defined heart, like just like goals that I'm a genius. (laughs) (laughs) So anywho, I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to introduce. So this is Oliver. He is in a band called Jive Talk. Definitely go find him. We're going to put all of his information below in our show notes so that you can connect with him if you would like to after, after the show. He has a beautiful voice. Definitely at least go check him out. Just go check him out. So Oliver, welcome. Now your open throat can <laughs> It is time. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I do remember you coming up directly after the show, and, and we do get a lot of crazy people that come up after shows, you know, but I, I wouldn't lump you, lump you into there. And I knew exactly where you were going with, you know, what time you were born. So I was like, Oh, this is, this is cool. I don't know the exact time, but like, I've got my birth certificate. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember like, as soon as I got home, I, I messaged you that and you're like, dope, let's set something up. Um, so yeah, really excited to be here. Um, crystal and to meet leah as well um so thank you guys for having me yeah thank you for for joining us i knew when i saw your chart and that you had a defined heart that i was like this is most likely going to happen because defined hearts tend to um be pretty committed like when you decide that you're going to make a commitment it's just like unless like you know the heavens open up or something and like mercury retrograde (laughs) (laughs) yeah that could yes that could do something um we are in mercury retrograde so who knows how this audio will be we are (laughs) trying it out (laughs) yeah hopefully it'll be good so i'm like wait i'm recording right i just had to look up there and double check because i was like that would be something that i would do is like we'd all think we're recording but nobody was actually being recorded just talking to ourselves (laughs) which is kind of normal for open throats we talk to ourselves a lot right um so let me explain to you and anyone that maybe wants to hear about your life through this weird system called human design um anyone that's listening that's new here or that you're just new here welcome thanks for finding us we do transit updates on here energy updates for the week we also have interviews like we're doing right now and we talk about human design and astrology through their chart And we have special guests that also are experts in human design and astrology on here as well. And we also have education. So human design, let's talk about it. What is human design? So human design is a synthesis. It is a system that is um, almost intertwined with a bunch of other systems. So it has quantum physics. It has astrology. It has the Kabbalah tree of life. It has the chakra system. And... Am I missing something? The I Ching. The I Ching. That's, that one's kind of important because that's all the gates. I was like, there's one I'm missing here. Mercury retrograde. What are you doing? Okay. So between all those systems, when you put them all together, you get this brand new system that's called human design. And human design is a logical system. It actually shows you paths and patterns that happen within yourself. It's 
actually not the moment. I, I've said this before, and I actually want to correct myself because I heard a lecture from the founder of Human Design, Ra Uruhu, um, and it's not actually the moment you take your first breath that creates your almost like the blueprint to your soul. That's what this is. This is the blueprint to your soul. Um, it's actually the moment your body exits your mother. You don't actually have to take the first breath. It's just that it's the separation. It's the separation between the in and the out. So when you get separated from that and you're completely out, that's when somebody needs to be looking at, at the time and watching the time. For anyone that's about to have a child, <laughs> like <laughs> make sure you were, as soon as that baby exits the vehicle, meaning your vehicle, like look at the time, better have their, your husband, partner, whoever looking at the time. So this is the moment your body exits your mother's vehicle. Okay. And so what this shows you is it shows you the correct way you oper operate. So if you think about like circuitry or like mechanics of a car, there's like things that need to be fused together in order for that vehicle to operate correctly, right? So it's the same thing with human design is it shows you all the ways that your frequencies that are running through you, these um, almost like the, they're connected to your DNA because there's also, there's so much science involved in this. It's like science meets spirituality, which is kind of, I think that's like the best of both worlds. So these um, lines, I sent you your chart, Oliver, and you're probably like, what the fuck is that? Um, <laughs> I sent you your chart. And so those lines that were coming out of all those like boxes and triangles, Great. those are like personality traits that you carry that are connected to your DNA that you actually received from your grandparents. Cause you know how like things like skip a generation. Yeah. So their DNA, it's like, you're, you're, you're actually more like, like your grandparents than you are your parents, which we kind of know that, right? Like, we're like, you guys are weird. Like by like, you know, age like 10, 11, 12, 13, you're like, get the hell out of here. You don't even know me. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like there's a reason that like how all that works out. And I, the beauty is that human design will show you exactly who you are. It's literally your true self because in our childhood and also the moment that we actually exit the vehicle, we start connecting with other auras. This shows you your aura. Okay. Um, when you start connecting with other auras, you start getting conditioned by them. And it's almost like you're grabbing like other people's frequencies and that through like these, this openness, you probably saw that there was a couple of places in your chart that were white. Um, mm -hmm. That openness is taking on the energy of another. And sometimes you take on that energy of another as your own. And so that's where conditioning can come in, where you don't even know who you are anymore, or you, you, you feel these almost like foreign feelings that are running through you. Um, but they're actually from your parents, from your friends, from the transits, you're also being conditioned by the transits. And so when that happens, you actually enter this part in human design that we call the not self. And the not self is this distorted part of you that mm -hmm. is gonna face a lot of resistance. So what human design shows you is it shows you those places that where you're gonna face a lot of resistance or you're gonna have challenges. And then it's gonna show you how you actually operate correctly and what you need to do so you can live 
your best life. That's what human design offers you is for you to live your best life, to get out of survival so that you can start making the most appropriate choices for you as an individual. It shows you the individual. It's we're, we're so homogenized as a society that we don't, because of all that openness where you are open and mm-hmm. you think that's who you are. We, we try to be everything, you know, like we're trying all, all the time to be everything instead of realizing, actually, I'm a fucking individual. We all are. And yes. I'm here to live out that expression. And so human design honestly gave me my life back. I know also Leah, you probably would agree with that too. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're, we're conditioned to be something else. We're conditioned to be something that we're not. And we're raised in a society that says there's only one box you can all fit in. And if you don't fit in that box, then you get the fuck out of the tribe. Right. And so we're all going in a different direction. Now we're going into the direction of the individual, all of this stuff that's happening in the world right now. I, I mean, I can explain it. I def- if you're into this kind of stuff, Oliver, definitely check out our weekly episode for sure. where we talk <laughs> about the transits because we talk about some yeah. crazy shit. Man, and yeah. <laughs> and it's just it's just interesting because what actually human design gave me is self-acceptance of exactly who I am and self-love. And also how to work with other people, like how to work best with other people. I mean, you're in a band. I'm it's hard to say because he might have just been tired or he also likes attention. I'm not sure, but you have a bandmate that I think is a projector and we're going to go over the types real quick. Oh, um, I would love to hear that. <laughs> Whether that's I, I, on here or later, who knows if they'll listen to it, but I'll be excited to, to yeah. uh, diagnose that. Diagnose. <laughs> 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 he it's the, it does, do you have a bandmate that likes to lay down a lot mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> i coined him the projector of the group i want him to be a projector so bad because i was like i get the feeling he does this a lot where he just lays down in the middle of a performance <laughs> and leah's a projector actually and so let's go over the types real quick and then we'll cool. i'll let you introduce yourself and then we'll dive into your chart um, so if anyone's like listening to this and brand new and you're like, what are the aura types? So our aura is almost like the mask that we wear this life. Um, we each have, um, a certain flavor that we're expressing, right. And that other people are receiving from us. And so we have the first type, which is the manifester and the manifester is I like to let's. I like to use like a race as a a way to explain this. You can kind of have a visual. So if we're in a race, the manifester is going to be the first energy type in the race because they were like the Kings and the Queens back in the day. They're the rulers. Like I'm going to just say Putin and Zelensky are both manifestors. Um, So, but Putin's the old version of the manifester and Zelensky is the new version of the manifester. And we we can clearly see the difference between the two of them. And so they have this, um, they don't have a sacral that if you're, I know Oliver, you were looking at your chart for a second, but if you look at your chart, you can see that you have a red box at the bottom of your chart that's colored in red. Um, For non-sacrals like manifestors, projectors and reflectors that we'll get into Mm -hmm. in a second, they all have open, sacrals, meaning they don't have that sustainable engine like the generators that we both are 
um, mm-hmm. that we, the way that we operate. So manifestors, they don't have a defined sacral, but they have a defined throat and the defined the throat is where we manifest from. So it's where we create. And so they have this beautiful capability of being able to initiate. They are, I like to say they are the fabric the, um, they, they create the, the ripples in the fabric of our universe. They are the frequency that's running through our planet and they birth things. They are the inventors. A lot of them are writers. Um, they can just do things like the saying in Nike, like just do it. Pretty sure that's mm-hmm. like a manifestor thing. Um, and we've been conditioned as generators to be manifestors. We want, cause we have that sustainable engine to actually do things and keep up mm-hmm. with things and be consistent with things. Um, we, we want to be the manifester because we know that we can actually follow through, but the manifestor actually doesn't follow through. Usually they, they're here actually just to create, they're here to just start. So they're, they're the first man and running or woman person, let's just say person, person running in the race. Okay. But they're like the cheetah. So they start to get a little tired. They don't mm-hmm. have that sustainable engine, like the sacral. So when they get a little tired, they're going to need to pass their baton behind them. So let's, let's talk about the next one. Let's talk about the, the generator. Okay. So the generator has that defined sacral. It has that sustainable engine, that life force energy, and that engine that's, we're like the builders of society. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and we're here to be satisfied. Manifestors are here for peace, but they also can have a lot of anger and they're not self generators can have a lot of frustration when they're in their not self. So when we meet resistance, that's when we meet the not self. So mm-hmm. when we, um, are initiating like a manifester, um, yet that's usually when we reach frustration because we're not here to initiate with like the manifester we're here to respond and response is kind of a hard, um, way to explain things other than like that. When people say like that gut feeling or whatever. That's what the Mm -hmm. generator feels. It's like that, almost like that pull towards something, or it's like this resistance. That's like a, no, it's either a hell yes or a hell no. And Mm -hmm. the generator is here to do what lights them up. When we do what lights us up, we have all the energy for like, for lifetimes. Like I'm sure for you for singing, right. It's like, I could sing forever when I, when I'm like, when I'm like in it, when I like my sacral's turned on and like, I'm performing and people are watching me and Mm -hmm. I just feel like I could just do this forever. That's the generator. We're here to be satisfied by life. That's what we're here to to do. Um, But a lot of generators want to just go out there and get life. We don't actually have to get anything. Everything comes to us. Our energy is actually like open and enveloping. So we're like a magnet. So what we do is we pull people towards us. And that's kind of what you did to me. Um, Mm -hmm. When I saw you, I was like, I felt like something was pulling me over to you. And it was like the weirdest thing, because I also don't like talking to people. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, but that's the thing with the sacral it doesn't make any sense. When you get that sacral response to go do something, that's the universe giving you a breadcrumb that says, here, do you want to respond to that? Is that something good for you? Do you like that? It's either a yes or no for a generator. And then we have the hybrid, which is the manifesting generator, manifesting generator. And they are um, the hybrid of the manifester and the generator. So they're like, are like the energizer bunny of us. They're like the turbo charged version of the generator like we're, all generators are here for mastery but the generator the the um just the 
pure generator. We're just here for, to put one step right in front of the other. And it takes a few times to get things to get there, right? It's a, it's, mm-hmm. It can feel a little bit slower sometimes, but the manifesting generator, they're actually, they take the baton from us and they just like, all of a sudden they hit their jet pack and they just like take <laughs> off. But they're mm-hmm. here to teach us that we can pivot. That's what they do. The manifesting generator pivots because they have that defined throat and that defined sacral. They're constantly bobbing and weaving out of different careers, different jobs, like different hobbies. They're the multi-passionate being that's here to show us that we can be more than one thing. And then we have the projector. Leah is a projector. You got the projector here. They are the coach that's on the sidelines that's guiding the, the, the players on the that are running the, I just forgot words, um, you know, <laughs> running the race. So we got the coat, the projector, the coach on the sideline. That's like, all right, everybody over there, go left, go left, go right. No, no, now you got to go straight They're They, they are like the bird sitting on top of the tree. That's looking down on us. That sees all the way that like, especially the generators were let, we need to organize these people. These people do not know like where they're going and they are actually the new leaders that are, that are coming after 2027. Um, and, but they're here to be recognized. They, they often feel like nobody sees them because they don't, they also don't have that defined sacral. Some of them may or may not have a defined throat, but it's not connected to, um, any of the manifesting channels that are going to give them that, that little extra push. And because they, they actually absorb other people's energy, they often are see everybody else, but nobody sees them. So for them, it's really about being recognized for their gifts and that they're, they actually are, they help us create systems and organize us and guide us. And so they're here to wait for the invitation, just as we're here to wait to respond to something. They're here to wait for an invitation, similar, but a little different. It's almost like for the projector, it's about like someone that recognizes a gift, like how I invited Leah to to join me on clubhouse because I knew she was really good at tarot that I recognized her gift and then I invited her. So that's an example of what that looks like. And then we have the reflector. The reflector, if, if you were, were to see a reflector's chart, their chart is completely open. They are the most open out of everybody. Um, and they, I, I look at them as almost like mother earth. <laughs> like they, they are, they're almost like the referee in the race. That's like saying, okay, everything that's happening over here it's not quite working. And that guy looks like he needs a drink that's running that race. Can somebody (laughs) throw a drink at the guy so that he can have a beverage? They actually read, they're like the meter of the environment and they can actually almost, they're the mirror of it actually. And they're the mirror of you, the reflector. And so they can, they go and they sample the environment and they can tell us what's, what's healthy and what's not. And they're actually like deeply connected to the moon cycles and the, and the transits. So as the transits move, they become all the other types. So they get to actually experience all the other types through other people's auras and then through, um, the transits. And they're really here to show us that there there's really more to life is what I think they're here to show us. And that we, we need to take care of each other. We need to take care of our community. We need to take care of our environment. And, um, they, they're really beautiful people whenever you can meet a reflector, but they need a lot of alone time because they're, they're so, they're so open. Mm-hmm. And so, and they need to wait a lunar cycle to make a decision. So they need to wait about 28, 28 
30 days to make a decision. Yeah. Um, and I, I'd say for big decisions, so if the reflectors like what, um, or a new reflector, they're like, I'm sure you've already heard that, but it's, I, I'd really say it's for really big decisions, but um, I think that reflectors start to see patterns and things and they kind of know as the ebbs and flows happen, like when they're at a certain place of making decisions, if they get to know themselves enough. Um, so that's, that's all the types in a nutshell. And so let's, let's say your chart real quick, and then I'm going to have you introduce yourself. So Oliver is a five, one emotional generator. And I'm really excited to talk about his chart because there's just so much, so many things that I've already seen. And I just want a more confirmation on stuff as we go through. So before we do that, go ahead, Oliver, and introduce yourself. Give us a little background story on your, on yourself. What do you like? What do you do? Like, where did you come from? What do you do? And tell us something that you think we would enjoy. Yeah. Uh, I'm Oliver Pierce. Um, I, I was born in a small town in Kentucky and um, was raised there. Um, parents divorced, so I split time between between the two of them from a fairly early on age. And I was raised a Jehovah's Witness for the majority of my childhood. And then I discovered um, theater yeah, like stage plays, and that's kind of where I began my uh, love for performance, and that's what took me away from Kentucky into college, and what took me from college to New York, and what took me from New York to Memphis. I've done a lot of um, traveling through theater, and um, you know, when you were talking about you know the things, if when you're doing something that you love, you could do it forever, and uh, as a generator, um, and I definitely felt that with theater, and I, you know, want to follow up. And once it's not there anymore, it's very difficult to do. Once the love is not there, mm -hmm. um, and I think that uh, that happened about two or three years ago, and I was fairly low um, mm. in in Memphis, and I didn't really know what what to do. I was working a corporate job, and my friend and I had always kind of done music, and I, of course, have always loved singing and um so we decided to move to nashville and piece together what we what was just like a a fun you know spare time project and try to do it full force and that's where jive talk uh, kind of came to be and that is my new generator uh, that's what i think about pretty much uh one every hour i'm not asleep i'm thinking about that and the many facets of it and that's how I ended up in Knoxville at the Preservation Pub where I met you after a show and that's how I'm here today <laughs> that's pretty much me as a high level overview of where I'm at are you doing anything <clears throat> aside from this for work or are you just doing the day? so I I work from home um, as an IT support specialist helping people with computers or podcasters with their microphones you know, okay. i mean you're you're i mean you're you're lighting me up probably like her hearing this she's like okay, you so might you might have somebody that we're gonna need soon i'm gonna need um, your 800 number after this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'd be happy to help, um, but it's not definitely not uh, what keeps me going. It no, keeps, keeps food in my cat's bowl, and that's, <laughs> uh, that's what we got to do. But a lot of, you know, um, the, the the goal is to throw my whole self into this project um, and until it becomes, you know, my job. And we've had a lot of fun, exciting things come up um, just in the past. I just look at where we were a year ago compared to now and mm-hmm. <clears throat> completely mind blowing. And so if we can just yeah, keep yeah. going, well, the generator, going, they're like, hold on. Yeah. Okay. What's the next fucking step? Somebody tell <laughs> you me. Bet, you <laughs> bet. Yeah. I've got many a notes app, many a, a, a handwritten scribble note and many a vision board and everything to lay out. And uh, we've got, you know, luckily a lot of five people, you know, and a couple of them, uh, I would love to get their readings as well to figure yeah. out like why do I work best with you? Why can yes. we talk about this well? And that's what um, Lee and I do. We have yeah. a membership where we're we're helping people uh, figure out basically about themselves, but also about the other because yeah. we live in a melting pot of different aura types, different energies. And we don't know how to communicate with each other. We don't know how to operate correctly, not only as ourselves, but how to allow the other person to operate correctly as themselves. I think that's what's helped us communicate best with each other too, is like knowing we can see the other person and we're like, okay, I I understand that's what is working. Your circuitry is working within you. So now I know like how to approach that situation differently or how to support you in a different way it's definitely been really helpful that's amazing because i've I've never worked uh this intimately with people that not only i care about like as friends but also we're like quasi running a business now and so you know that's usually like work there's like a detachment you know Mm -hmm. i can communicate with you at work in this cookie cutter corporate you know communication style and that's the one size fits all but now you know you're dealing with five very unique individuals oh yeah very I saw specific. them <laughs> and uh they all require very specific types of affirmation and um, um communication across the board or else the wheels fall off mm-hmm. so uh we're all learning that i'm letting my cat out right now she's giving me looks there we go um, we're learning that on the fly, uh, but that's been fun. It hasn't been too traumatic just yet. So, yeah. how long have you guys been together for? Well, me and Isaac, Isaac um, was one of the guitar synth players. Um, <clears throat> uh, met in college, um, just at orientation by complete random happenstance, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, so that was twenty ten. <clears throat> So I've known Isaac for 12 years and we've kind of done music for, for that long together. Um, and then he went to high school in Mexico. His parents were missionaries in, um, in Chihuahua, Mexico with Ben, our bassist. Um, and so Ben has lived in Nashville where we all live now. And Isaac and I have bebopped all around the country. And so it's when we decided right before COVID happened that we would come here and give this a, give this a shot. And then Nashville is where we met Phil, our drummer and Andres, our uh, keyboard and guitarist as well. Yeah. You guys got a lot of energies oh, cool. happening. 
there i'd be Many. curious maybe i don't know depending on how this goes maybe we can bring them all on or something i'm just that, that would be a wild time <laughs> <laughs> and also there's you know you see the energies like on stage and I'm, I'm wondering how you know like there is a level of of a persona that you have to embody oh, yeah. you know oh, on stage yeah. um otherwise you know uh, if you're in a bad mood and you go up on stage in a bad mood you gotta kind of have to shed that skin and put on a different skin for for oh performance God. sake so you're um, like literally speaking your design right now and, uh, <laughs> and i'm also leah have you realized that he's literally got a spotlight on him right now have you yeah, seen I, that have you're you in that? I've, I've been laughing <laughs> at his direct light situation right yeah. now oh, because it's right just there. so hilarious <laughs> like you're it's That's just funny. when you start seeing like how energy actually plays out in the real world it's just kind of hilarious <laughs> because so the way you take in information and also food is through direct light and you you probably feel the most energized during your day like not that probably sounds like a lot of people do but there's actually people that are night owls that are here to be more energized at night what can you that read that is it backwards it says sometimes the sun does help <gasps> oh my god okay. <laughs> <laughs> i can't, i i yeah I oh that's I, amazing oh, oh my god i cannot i cannot it truly can that be more accurate I got that in this LA is... just a couple months ago. Oh my was God. So cool. Very true. <clears throat> so, so there's this place placement in human design um, that's connected to your brain. Mm -hmm. And so the way you take in information and also the way you take in food and digest your food is when you have like during the day, like when the sun comes up, and before the sun goes down, like that is when you are the most energized. That's the, when you're probably the most hungry, probably when the sun comes down, you're probably like, I'm not really interested in eating anymore. Um, and it's because if you do eat at night, it's actually not the best for you to be doing. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what to do. You could also turn for on sure. a really fucking bright light and eat under that. I mean, you can <laughs> improvise. Sure. If you're like that hungry, I really would recommend eating under light. There's also, and like the fact that you literally have a spotlight on you right now, like, like you came on and you were like, Jesus to me, like, like it couldn't be more accurate right now with, and I don't know, how do you feel like you, like, you're almost like direct light people are almost like, like the cat that's like sunbathing. Like, how mm -hmm. do you feel about stuff like that? Uh, obsessed with it. I don't know. <laughs> it, um, and that. I, this tattoo, I didn't even, um, yeah, that's didn't really even mean accurate. to, to get it. It was just on their, their flash sheet, but you know, in, in the, the <laughs> winter felt the sacred response, it, yeah. I did, I did. And I, and it wasn't really the, um, maybe the presence of like actual direct light that I get, um, so riled about but the, the absence i guess of it uh mm. that the absence mm. of it where i where i notice it and especially in the winter yeah um which you know everybody has you know that that seasonal depression and the light no but that's but really a big thing for direct light people true yeah. true yeah it you know um it was just uh it felt like the longest winter i've ever had this past one you know mm. um, mm -hmm. it just was uh, and now with everything, just to be sweating and to be um, <laughs> sunburnt and to be like all the things that 
I guess most people consider negatives. I'm I'm very excited about. Um, <laughs> Which makes sense. You probably come alive around this time of year. Oh, for sure, for sure. And and it not only like me, but it feels like the things the things around me like. Um, maybe the band was in like a stall a lull period in the winter and now that for some reason it's like warmer and the sun's out longer like things are moving around me again as well which is cool so you Very keep cool. talking about like waves and you said something what did he Talia, do you remember what he, he said he was in, in a low yeah in a low oh my god mm-hmm. I'm like okay hold like, on <laughs> we're gonna have to discuss this because yeah, this is a, this is probably the biggest deal aside from the fact that you're a generator. Like the, there's two things that you need to take away from this, Oliver. I'm going to direct your left brain and mind right now to focus mm-hmm. on what I'm about to tell you. Okay. Um, so you know the part about the sacral and that you're a generator you're here to do what lights you up. It gives you sustainable mm-hmm. energy. You like to complete things. Mm-hmm. Um, you're here for satisfaction. You know when you reach frustration, you're you're in resistance. And we go through. I like to call it kind of like a little generator lull. Lull sometimes, which which can sometimes look at as depression because there's like nothing moving with with what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But something else that happens to you is. So I told you that you're an emotional generator. And so the emotional part of you is connected to your authority. And this is the place inside of you that you make decisions. So 50% of the population are um, non-emotionals, like Leah and I were both non-emotionals and 50% of the population are emotionals like you. And so you actually set the tone. And I'm so curious of what your other bandmates are. Um, if there's other, either any other emotionals, or if you're the one that's really setting that rhythm and that tone for your band, mm-hmm. I would love for that to be it. Um. <laughs> I, I, if uh, just thinking there's probably maybe one other, other one, emotional? But, there's, there, but right. Right. Um, and I think everybody else would be, would be non-emotional in authority at least. Yeah. So emotionals, it's almost <clears throat> like if you think of what emotions are, first of all, all they are, are is, is their energy in motion right? It's just energy. There's a chemistry that happens with emotionals that it doesn't matter what's actually happening in your outside world. It's your internal world. It's your internal world. That's constantly moving and going through waves ups and downs. Like how you were talking about that low, every emotional knows what a fucking low feels like for them and knows what a fucking high feels like. And I'm going to tell you right now, my friend, never, ever, I mean, if you want to, don't listen to me. I'm not your authority, but <laughs> I would suggest not to be making decisions when you're in a high, because when you make decisions, when you're in a high, you're like, oh, this fucking is great. All of this is going to go so good. I'm so excited with my defined route. And this adri- I'm so adrenalized right now because this is actually connected to your wave. And when you do stuff like that, usually things go to shit. Or like a few months down the line or like relationships, um, emotionals, oh, yeah. love making relationship decisions when they're in a high and I'm like, give it two months, they're going to break up because I'm a non-emotional. <laughs> so I'm amplifying. I can take in and like mm-hmm. kind of read your energy and be mm-hmm. like, this shit's not going to work out for you. Because mm-hmm. the thing is with the open centers, those open centers that you have, you don't have your solar plexus, which is comes from emotions. That's where the emotions come from. You don't have that open. Um, but when the centers that you do have open, those are your wisdom centers. Those are where you're taking in other people's energy and you're learning from it. It's distorted for you. So you like amplify it. 
and you almost try to identify with it, but you're here to just learn from it. So non-emotionals, they take on other, they take on the emotionals feelings on as their own oftentimes. And we don't understand like why all of a sudden the energy changed in a room um, for people that don't know what human design is. And it's, I used to take on other people's energy all the time as my own. And I would feel like shit. And I would be like, I fucking hate myself. Like, I'm like, I hate myself. Like there's something wrong with me. And that person hates me, that emotional over there. They fucking hate (laughs) me. Um, Even though you guys, it's, there's literally nothing wrong. Like you could wake up one day and just like feel like shit for no fucking reason. No reason. All the time. There's All the time. absolutely no reason. And you go through melancholy. You have the channel of emoting. Do people tell or uh, uh, and, uh, do people tell you that you're you're moody? Oh yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and that's that's like kind of a, a whole aesthetic because I, I embrace <laughs> that. You know, I I love sad, cathartic films and books and music. I get really where I think most people are like, why do you, why would you want to do that? I'm like that, you know, I like going there and living in that. You like that, that, like those highs and those lows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, my mom actually has this channel. My mom's an emotional manifesting generator Mm -hmm. and you also like with this channel comes a little bit of like a poking energy. You have like the gate of provocation. So it's like you like poke, poke, like your energy, not like necessarily you yourself, but like your energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially if you don't have awareness around this, it can be a little dangerous for some people mm-hmm. that especially for the non-emotionals that come into your aura with this energy, you like poke, 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 poke. And then sometimes you pop them and it just like, it's like your energy, like that channel that you have, that's running from your root, this pressurized emotional energy. That's like trying to wake people the fuck up. That's what your energy does. And it does that on stage. I was like, my little sacral was like bopping the fuck away while you were singing. (laughs) And that's the high end of it. When you can get all the non-emotionals to be like, I'm fucking dancing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like, like alive. That's what you oh, yeah. give people. But the lower end of that is that like you provoke people with no consciousness of it. And it actually, my boys have half of this channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have two boys and they're little, they're only two and six, but they both have half of this, this channel. And Also, because they only have half of it, that means that they don't have a complete understanding of it. And they also don't know how to operate hundred percent with it because they only have half the frequency. So for them, they love to fucking poke people. Like they love it, live for it. Especially my little generator, he loves getting in trouble. He, Mm -hmm. he like just loves like instigating people. That's what this channel can really. I was going to ask. Yeah, so ask if instigating channel. was yeah. poking were like synonymous. <laughs> yeah. on that. I do, that I do like done. doing that. You did. Oh, yeah, no, I do. I do. I do like doing that. It, usually, in I, I, when I get to know people, I find out how far I can. I find out what gets under their skin, yeah. and then I do kind of, kind of just uh, get it. Only if I like them, though. If I'm just trying to be, you know, uh, in passing friends with them, then I'll probably just be, be fine. But if I uh, like my roommate, one of my best friends, I know the three topics I can talk about or things I can say that will just get under get under his skin and then 
You do know. And I, I, it's fun. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> to a point, I know where, where I have to stop, you know, and, and he does it back. So it's fine. It's, it's a, it's a mutual, a mutual yes. poking, I feel like <laughs> but I do enjoy say it. something. What do you mean? I was just going to say that oh. it, it's hilarious. Like, I feel like my, I don't know if my husband has that or not, but we were talking about that today, how he does enjoy, like he's an emotional generator too. And he thrives on stirring as many as possible. <laughs> you guys do. But yeah, do he wakes up with like hand He's like, how am I going to fuck shit up today? <laughs> Loves it. Like a lot of, that's pretty much the emotional's job. Is to do stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. But because you have like the channel of like, like I'm going to poke the fuck out of you um, until you pop. Like it's well, a sometimes bit- it's, sometimes it's necessary, uh, you know, to get people to, you know, shake, shake them up out of a stagnation to get them moving and inspired. And if that's, you know, what it takes to get them, get the, you know, wake them up is to maybe ruffle their feathers or, um, you know, sometimes you, sometimes you gotta do that, but I think it's all, I've never done it completely maliciously or to a point where I've, I think hurt somebody, but I do. Um, I've gotten close a couple of times, <laughs> but I didn't know. <laughs> so you didn't, okay, well, so yeah. half of this channel for you. So those, those red lines that you have and like that left side, that's all red. And then the mm-hmm. black lines that you have were in the, the, those, those boxes that are all black. The red mm-hmm. is your unconscious part of you. This is the yeah. part of you that you don't actually have a lot of awareness on, but you're actually just naturally doing. And then the black part is the conscious part of you that you have awareness of. Um, and you can kind of, there's a little more fluidity to it. It's that side's more connected to your astrology. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you, the part of you, because it's part of you is unconscious with this wave and the other part is conscious. So it's like, you have somewhat of awareness around it, but you kind of just don't understand fully how it moves. But now that we explained some of that to you, you can now watch it. And I mean, you're not going to be able to do anything about the unconscious part, but just what human design shows you is awareness so that you can become the passenger of your human existence and like, enjoy the ride. Let's actually fucking enjoy these vehicles that we're living (laughs) in. Right. That's what human design gives you. And so you also have the channel of initiation, which I, I, it's like this, this is what fucking you initiated me that night because Mm -hmm. which it's you know, manifestors, they, um, this, this is a manifesting channel, which you have it, but it doesn't, because you have no connection to the throat. Um, it's, um, you, you can't express it in the way that let's say a manifestor would, but you do have that, that little oomph. That's what that defined heart does that little triangle, um, on the right-hand side. Okay. Um, it's colored in for you. And I said, that's about mm-hmm. 35% of the population. This is where yeah. self-worth lives. This is where commitment lives. This is where drive lives. This is where your ego lives. Okay. And so mm-hmm. we are ego beings, the three of us, which is very, mm-hmm. it's very rare to have. Um, and so we're kind of like the, the little booster. We're like, I like to call like, we're like the, um, like, I'm like almost, oh my God, who I'm, I'm like who are those people? I'm like, I almost thought of somebody and then I just lost his name. The rappers that are just like, Oh, Ooh, ah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like that's <laughs> like, we're like, everyone's it, like hype person and we motivate like ad libs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is like the motivating center. We motivate people 
to like be them their the best self, their best version of self. Sometimes it can pressurize them because there's also a motor here. Sometimes mm-hmm. it could pressurize them into feeling bad about themselves because they look at us and they're like, Oliver has such fucking confidence. Look at him up there on that stage right now, just singing his little heart out. Mm-hmm. And I will never do that. That's what sometimes can happen because when people are living in the not self and they see you and they come into contact, they have an open heart and they come into contact with your defined heart. It could make them feel bad about themselves has nothing to do with you. It's just energetics, just like with the solar plexus. And so let's talk about that open throat. Oh, wait, before we talk about that. So this channel, it has the gate of shock. I'm sure you shock people all the time. Sure. You're, you're the way you uh get yourself your your whole costume and appearance uh-huh. on stage mm-hmm. is the 2551 i would invite people to go check out oliver's page just if you want to see what the 2551 looks like so that you can see the way he performs it, you actually you shocked my husband and also he loves you by the way he was very excited when i said that I was interviewing you. I'm like, oh, amazing. like, you have a huge fan, like with awesome. my 36 year old husband. So, so, um, like that whole, like, I don't know what you, eyeshadow or whatever you're putting yeah. underneath your yeah, eyes. Like that's eyeshadow. the 2551. It's like, what do you, like it's like when you're dripping. saying that the 2551, when you say that, what do you mean? It's that there's a channel um, from the heart, that little red triangle that's yes. running up to that, that yellow diamond. You see that yep. black line? That's, gotcha. the 25 that's that connection. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That's the frequency that you shock people. Um, okay. But, and like you have, uh, do people, uh, do you, 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 do you end up being like, I'm trying to, how do I ask this question? So this, mm-hmm. this, the 51 is like the energy of, I, I need to be first. I'm going to be first. Mm -hmm. I need to be first. I need to be the Mm -hmm. first one in line. I need to do all these things first. Um, Mm -hmm. And the 25 is like um, universal love. It's one of the love Mm -hmm. gates that's coming from that yellow diamonds called the G center. Mm -hmm. And so at 25 is like, we're all connected. We're all one. And the 51 is, is saying, I need to almost like, like, it's like, I need to shock the heart of the collective to realize that we're all in this fucking shit together. <laughs> and that's kind of what your energy does is it shocks people back to love. That's what this that's channel does. Variant. I don't remember what song we did. Did you see the whole show when you came I, to I think maybe we might have missed just the beginning part. Okay. We, we opened with a song called Little Person from one of my favorite sad movies with Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> Synecdoche, New York, if you don't know it, that's one of my favorite sad movies to watch. Um, but I do this format shift on it, which is where it, it changes, not the pitch, but the tone of the voice to work it. And I sing the song with that format shift on, and it's very sad. And that's when I put on my little like makeup and stuff during that song when it's sad. Oh, and then we turn around right after that and do this like disco number there's like dance disco number so that uh, the whole idea is to make people stop and be like what the fuck's going on this like weirdo in overalls is putting on (laughs) uh mascara or eye eye shadow and singing in this weird fucked up voice and then they do this fun little 
little disco dance number. And so hopefully get them to pay attention enough to stick around for a couple more songs, you know. Oh, um, there's that open throat. Let's go up to that. Yeah. Let's move up to the open throat. <laughs> so, this, is, this is what I wanted to talk about because like, I also. Warming up the audience. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it, I know, because you know how to get people's attention. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with the open throat. We don't always do it correctly because we're amplifying the throat energy. And mm-hmm. there's, forgetting the percentage right now of how many open, like not even open throats, the undefined throat. Open throat is actually more rare. I don't know what the percentage of that is. <laughs> I used to joke with people that it was just me. Um <laughs> It was the only open throat that existed because that's what it feels like to be an open throat. Like, because a lot of times, I don't know if you, you can tell me a yes or no. Um, Mm -hmm. We experience not being seen or heard when we're younger Yes, and it creates a, a core wound. Like a lot of your open centers can create a core wound for you. And so the core wounds for the open throat says, um, nobody sees me. So I need to try to get attention. I need to go out there and get attention because everyone ignores me when I speak. Nobody hears me. I'm just like see-through. That's what I, I, I think of with my, open, I have an open throat. Um, and it's, it's less than 50% of the population, but it might even be a lot more or less than that for the undefined throat. And I don't know what the percentage for the open throat is, but it's, it's rare. So we're surrounded by mostly defined throats. I mean, if you look at the, the, the throat center, that little voice box up at the yeah. top of the mm-hmm. chart, there's a lot of gates, those lines, all those white lines that are coming through. There's a lot of opportunities there to at least, I'm like, you couldn't give me one hanging gate, <laughs> <laughs> just one place to speak from. But the expression of the open throat is I like to say, we're like the universal channelers channelers. We're like, we speak universal truth. Mm-hmm. We see other people so clearly that we, you can't lie to us. You cannot lie to an open throat. And we always want to recognize other people because we've felt like in our past that people did not recognize us. Like I knew that you saw me like standing there, probably like staring at you like a freak. Um, and you're like, she wants to talk to me right now. Come on over, sweetie, you little weirdo. Kind of about to ask me some strange <laughs> questions. <laughs> like that's what time open- were you born? that's the the open throat is that um we we just see we can see through things you cannot you cannot lie to an open throat um and and we were like if you think of like jim carrey and Mm -hmm. robin williams Mm -hmm. um they they're uh i believe i believe they have undefined throats so what that means is that they just have some hanging gates like some lines coming from there but there's not a full channel i see so, um, but we, we're very expressive. We wear our insides out mm-hmm. and we are very, we can be very weird with the way we're going to present ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like with the way you allow your, your 2551, like your channel of shock there to like come in and like grab people's attention when you're on stage like that, fucking mm-hmm. correct. Like all mm-hmm. human design shows you is confirmation of what you're doing right and what maybe you need to work on and having the awareness. Now that I'm telling you, you actually look for attention. Can you look for positive attention or can you look for attention that's going to benefit you or benefit your band? Like, you know how to find attention. So how can you use that to your advantage? 
right? Because that's what human design will show you. It's like it's like witchcraft. I like, <laughs> like shut the fuck up, Crystal. Um, <laughs> but so, well, Leah, is there before I say anything else, Leah, is there anything you want to say? I mean, you, I mean, you've you you've known me for quite some time now with my open throat and like meeting another open throat. I mean, you you've seen enough throughout your time. Um, anything you want to you want to add? Um, I don't think so. I mean, you know, I'm not really ever going to say a huge amount of information. Yeah, has a defined throat. The defined throat. We like, we speak for the defined throats. We say all the things that nobody wants to see. Crystal and I would be on here and she would, I would be like, okay, I'm going to say this thing and I'm going to write it down and then she'll say it. And I'll be like, well, okay, never mind. (laughs) If you have anything to add, I'm like, no, you already said it for me. (laughs) We make a lot of, because the thing is, is when you find people that bridge a lot of your hanging gates, like those lines Mm -hmm. that don't, aren't connecting all the way through, you have like a deeper understanding of yourself and you have a better relationship. There's like a deep connection between you and that other person. That's where like a lot of electromagnetics happen with people mm-hmm. is through the hanging gates. I did want to talk about before, and if you want to add anything else before we, we uh, wrap up and everything, because we obviously we will be here for days if we talk about your entire chart. I do want to say, actually, there's two things I want to bring up because I <clears throat> that are related. I want to keep this focused on your mission of, of mm-hmm. making your band like sure. thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, cause I'm always here to empower people. That's, that's oh, like yeah. my role in life. I'm a vessel of love. So we all have an incarnation <laughs> cross. You're the left angle cross of the endeavor. We're not going to get into that right now, wow. but you have, <laughs> sounds exciting. <laughs> but if you want to, you know where to find me, for but sure. let's talk about for a second, two things. First okay. thing is your profile. Now, because this is a very basic thing, and this is something that you can start between your, what I talked about with your, that your generator and that mm-hmm. your, your emotional authority. The other important thing to know is that about your profile, because your profile is connected to like your, your, it's almost like uh, your sun sign in astrology, if you want to kind of put mm-hmm. it that way. And also, also, I just want to let you guys know that Oliver is a triple Aries. Just very much. Just, just, just digest that when I, I when I saw that in his chart I was like oh my god you have the capability between your open throat if you can really like harness it and like mm-hmm. take the wisdom from it and then allow all of your Aries shit because they are like they're like the manifester of the astrology if I were to give them kind of mm-hmm. like they you guys can make shit happen Aries mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's the quickest quickest manifestors aside from the actual manifestors mm. are the aries okay so it's interesting that they gave you an like you decided i'm gonna come here with all this fire but i'm gonna have a fucking open throat so for me, <laughs> <laughs> so for me to actually manifest in this world it's gonna take some time because it's like all roads lead to rome so everything's trying to work its way up to that throat so you can express it and create it in the in the material world sure. um, but it's gonna take a little bit more time, but the more time that you build that sacral up, the more opportunities for you to express that. And I can give you a whole thing on how to manifest through the open throat. We'll talk about that, that another time. Um, <laughs> but so your five, one profile, so your profile is like, kind of like your sun sign and astrology. Okay. It's connected mm-hmm. to your personality. So if you think of how your aura type is, um, 
like a bowl of ice cream. Okay. And then there's this flavoring, these toppings that are surrounding that aura. Okay. And those toppings are your profile. They're the way people see you and the way you understand yourself as well. And so you're the five one. So you are the heretic investigator. I also have a first line in my profile. I'm a one, three. So I'm a, um, an investigator martyr and Leah is a two, four, and she is a hermit opportunist. Um, so the five, one, uh, and we were just talking about the fifth line yesterday, Leah. So this is mm-hmm. kind of funny because I was saying that the fi- the fifth line is so seductive. Like you're like, I think of the fifth line, almost like the, the, uh, the man behind the curtain in the wizard of Oz. Like you never, like, it's like, what's so mysterious? Like what's (laughs) happening behind that curtain? I can't quite, uh, it's like, and all of a sudden, like you'll show us a new side of you that like no one ever saw before. And you're like, who's that? Who's that guy? (laughs) And then another side, um, like Britney Spears, she's a five one. And Mm -hmm. like, she's putting out all these seductive pictures out on the internet right now. Yes. (laughs) And if you notice also the fifth line, if you notice everybody was looking to Brittany, not only does, okay. Everybody was looking to Brittany to like, almost like save like the music industry and like, and like everything that was going on with her father conservatorship conservatorship, like showing people like teaching people their fifth lines can be one of the biggest teachers on like how things actually work like the fifth line is like this this uh and you have also your motivation is guilt it's like the fixer like you know the right things that are actually gonna work so then you can go to the next level which is to um embody it which are the six lines the six lines are really to like embody the highest version of almost like what humanity could become it's like kind of like what we're working towards and there are a lot of six lines out there that are going to be leading the way once 2027 there's a whole thing happening after 2027 another thing um (laughs) the fifth lines are like the saviors you're you're the person that either people are going to look like look to you for direction and like you're here to universalize like universalize like truth and like what we're actually here to do um but people also enjoy burning you at the stake mm. it's that yeah. when when you get it wrong because all of it is projections nobody that's what sure. you're the man behind the curtain like nobody can really see you no one will mm. ever know a fifth line ever and I'm sorry to say that um but it's It's like you're like okay I like being mysterious it's all right Um, (laughs) but but people look to you to almost like save them like I'm sure a lot of your bandmates probably come to you for things you're that guy that's here to fix and he's guilt motivation also Leah so and guilt Leah is also guilt motivation so your motivation is the way other people view you and like almost look to you to share that expression of who you are and that gift and the way you see the world motivation is the way you see the world and what's like pushing you to operate correctly mm-hmm. and so for you you have guilt motivation so you always want to fix things so you have that fifth line energy that's not only in your motivation but it's also in your um personality son so it's like you heavy emphasis on like i need to make sure everyone's taken care of i need to i see like when things are not working i need to fix them for people people come to you to fix their problems And then you have that first line energy in your body, in your physical body, that's like really investigating life. 
like really trying to get to the bottom of things. Like you really also want to have like a security, like a foundation to stand on. If you don't have that secure foundation to stand on, you don't usually want to move. You like to discover things. You like to like dive into weird things. And it's like, um, it's a really investigative energy. It's like the basement floor. I feel like it's accurate for when you're like, and now I need to know everybody else in my band's pro- like information. <laughs> yes, yes, that's yes. the first line. That's what the first line <laughs> would say. Yes, I need, now I need all the information, no, Crystal. Yeah. Like, we're going to sit you down and you're going to tell everybody their shit. Like, that's, that's the first line. And so aside from your profile, I wanted to talk about this because we have this also in common. So when somebody, I all, I'm an Aries moon, by the way, also. So nice. every, everything's about me. So <laughs> <laughs> you also have the same environment as me. And so your environment is also connected to your body and your outside world. Okay. So mm-hmm. I, oh, also Oliver's going through his Saturn return right now, guys. Like this is, um, I'm, I'm so curious as an emotional, how this is going to pan out for you and we're going to have to have a different discussion on your Saturn return but yes it's eh, let me hold on I'm just curious of what channels are happening for you right now okay oh so you have oh Oliver you got to run with this this band oh he has the 4323 the 6124 and the 20 right now for oh. yes I had a feeling the 43, 23, but I knew obviously well, he has the 43, but only because this, yes, that I saw that too. Where I was like, Hmm, if I say this, he's going to get it. Yeah. You guys, you just get the weird things. Um, but yeah, you have, you've got a lot of educational channels that you're, you're, you're working on right now. And there's going to be some healing happening around your throat and also the way you see the world. I'll give you that. That's a quick little. You're like, I need you to tell me all the information now, the first line. (laughs) I would love it all, but I understand. Well, if you want, we can do that, but it won't be here all day if it's tonight. Um, So your environment, which is, this is really, okay, Oliver, one more thing that this, this, and this, and this is what we'll end on because this is really important for, and also for anybody that's going through your Saturn return right now, you need to find your environment because it is about to become extremely important during your Saturn, right after your Saturn return, as you're going through it to get prepared to be in your correct environment. It took me quite a few years after my Saturn return to be in my correct environment. I'm actually from Florida, not from North Carolina. As you can probably hear, I don't have an accent. I'm not from here, (laughs) Um, but I was in my incorrect environment. And so when you're in your transferred environment, which for you is, is shores. Um, it can put you in resistance and it's where you're going to meet the incorrect people that you're going to have a diff- the, the incorrect perspective that you're probably going to go down a different trajectory that you're not meant to go on, which is what happened to me. Um, and it's not bad. It's just, it's just, it's like the long way home. Like why fucking sure. take the long fucking way home when you can make it a little <laughs> bit more easy. And also right. your environment is where you meet success. So I'm about to tell you something important, Oliver. And I know as a defined heart, you're going to want to hear this. You also have gate 21. Yes. So you are, um, you are kitchens environment. I am also kitchens environment, but you're wet kitchens. And this means that, um, you get energized by one. First of all, you get energized by people watching you. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, as it, this is like, honestly, I love this for an open throat because it gives you a little bit of a leg up. I am right environment, so I have nothing. I don't like nobody's looking at me, but it's okay. Um, well, we won't <laughs> talk about my wounding. Um, so left environment means that you get energized in your environment when almost like people are observing your action, which is fucking brilliant and perfect for you to be a performer okay like if if all the left people were performers like it would be fucking fantastic so aside from that you get energized in your so if you that's a number one way first of all oliver for you to know when you're not in the right environment is if you don't if you don't have any energy if you don't want to move you're not here to be a couch potato in your environment. Lee and I are here to be couch potatoes in our, <laughs> cor- in our correct environment. We just kind of want, we're the observers. We like to watch you guys. That's why I was like, I was bopping away watching you up on the stage there. And so aside from that, your correct environment is kitchens. And so if you think of like cities, um, like how we met in Knoxville, mm-hmm. like you going to different cities to perform fucking like on point like you need to do more of that go to all the major fucking cities live in a city or live just outside of it at least if you don't want to be directly in the action but i would imagine as a left person you probably do like to be sure. yes you do like to be oh, directly yeah. Oh, yeah. in the action <clears throat> absolutely so we are the alchemists i like to say we are the witches and the warlocks mm-hmm. yeah. um <laughs> We like to mix fucking shit together, okay? (laughs) Um, Leah has two kitchens, kitchens, witches as well. Um, We're the chemists. We're really good at chemistry. I don't know if you were good at chemistry in school. Um, No? We're not good at school in general, but I think there was a whole other set of circumstances (laughs) with that. Okay. I was good at chemistry, so I just like to say that. But we (laughs) we are like the chemists. We're the alchemists. And... We, we need to be in a place of gathering. So like you being on stage, gathering everybody up to watch you fucking correct. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, that's why I said, I, I saw you living your design. I just didn't know what I had. I, I didn't have the language to explain it. And so I want to confirm all these things for you so that you can keep doing it. Do what's working. We can talk about what's not working another time. But <clears throat> do what is working because this is what is going to really create momentum for you guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you're also wet kitchens, which I find kind of hilarious that by the end of the performance, you're just like soaked. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Every time. No matter where I'm at or Humidity what the temperature is. is good for you. It's really good for you. Humidity. So between okay. I, such a, per, I love the combination between direct light right? We got the spotlight on you mm-hmm. on stage. You're performing. Everybody's watching you and you're in your little kitchens, like alchemizing your throat energy <laughs> and like presenting that out to the world. Everyone's bopping away between that defined root and that, that solar plexus and sacral action that's all happening there. And like, you're just doing a lot of things correct. It feels like it when it feels like it, you know, it feels, you know, when, it's, you, know when it, it you know, when you know, Absolutely. and that's what I'm trying to confirm for you is this is what is working for you. So keep doing this. Cause we tend to second guess ourselves, right? 
And if we don't know, like, like my father used to tell me there's, there was no manual on, on who you were or how to raise you. Actually, father, there was, (laughs) (laughs) it was called my human design chart. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, there's so many other things that we could talk about your strongest Claire, you like your, your, um, the way you and your like body interprets frequency and all this other stuff and crazy stuff and more about your motivation and your view, the correct perspective. And like that undefined spleen that you have, where sometimes you don't know what's good for you. Um, or (laughs) like there's some, there, there are some like hidden things happening in your chart that you might want to have a little awareness of, but this is like, the nutshell version of you do you have any questions before we go and leah if you want to say any last words don't tell me no come up with something and go ahead oliver so uh, so many um like how much more time um so just looking at the connections from different um different areas you were talking about after like a saturn return do these things connect eventually can they connect eventually the 43 to 23 i heard you mentioned oh do they, add, do they that, end up connecting oh or is this a final plot of what, this is, what yeah this is. is your this is this is your final plot but what <laughs> like <I'm> just, <laughs> <laughs> but what those uh, those connection channels are going to do for you is they're going to teach you um almost like the if if you allow only if you allow like the mm. correct way to use your voice like the mm to stop using your mind to make decisions and realize that actually your, your true nature lies in your emotions and that clarity is never in the now. And the best thing that you can say to yourself is I'll get back to you. I'm, I I need to sit with it. I'm just not sure. I, I tell emotionals that make decisions when you feel almost bored. And it's almost like this neutral zone of where you're not in a high, you're not in a low, but like you have, it's almost like the fog is lifted. I almost look at emotionals that they're walking around. You guys are walking around with this little fog cloud around you. And then all of a sudden, just like, it's like parts a little bit. And you're like, oh, I see through that. Okay. That makes sense. All right. That's good. Okay. I'll make a decision now. Um, there's no clarity in the now. There will never be clarity in the now. Um, but if you can rely on that sacral to know what's correct to respond to, then you'll know when it's right to make the decision and you'll you might never fully feel like you you know if it's correct because like I said there's a little bit of a fog haze you got those waves running through you right but just allowing yourself to have space and to like sit with it go sit in that direct sunlight and -hmm. just like all of a sudden sometimes things will just hit you in the right way and you'll be like okay this is right this is correct and I'm sure you've experienced that a lot yeah yeah, we could go deeper on a bunch of other stuff if you would like. No um, clarity in the, in the now. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's like I don't I I how does that feel when I say that? I don't I hope I didn't just like dampen everything for you. No, that's no, that's that's great cuz I mean, I do make crash impulse decisions and then usually I just learn to live with the consequences of what <laughs> whatever that may that be. Anymore. For sure. For sure sure um but that's just a good way of yeah a good way of thinking about it yeah my next tattoo you know who knows i don't know if you feel like 60 percent clear 60 to 80 percent 60 80 percent 
And you're like, you know what? If you, it's almost like if an emotional can say, you know what? I could give or take that. If I could give or take it, then it's actually mm-hmm. correct, which it sounds completely bonkers, right? Because it's like, mm-hmm. we should make decisions when we're excited. But mm-hmm. no, no. Yeah, no, just don't do that. I mean, if you want to, <laughs> don't t- I'm not telling you what Sometimes to do. Sometimes you have to, but if you're afforded the luxury of time, then yeah. yes. And also getting comfortable, <clears throat> like it's something that you're going to have to get comfortable with is telling people, you know what, I'm not quite sure. I might need to sleep on that. Sure. That's great. And just allow yourself to feel all of it. Because the problem is mm-hmm. also with emotionals is you guys stop the feelings. You stop the energy moving sometimes because it can mm-hmm. get a little too dark or too deep or too or intense overwhelming. or yeah. overwhelming, right? Mm-hmm. So, or like a de- little depression because depression can also live in that root there. Um, so it's like when you're feeling all those either lows or highs, it's like, you know what, this is probably not the best time for me to make this. And it's, it's something that you're going to learn through your Saturn return too. So it's kind of nice that you're getting this little, you know, information right now. A little, little pre-screening too much. Yeah, pre-screening. <laughs> I like the way you word things. The open throw, we do have, we do have really good words. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she's like, I don't write anything anymore. I just tell Crystal to write it and then I put it in. <laughs> I always write things and then you're like, no, this needs to be. But it kind <laughs> of like it starts like the, I have to kind of like put things together so that she can see it. And then well, so I can respond to something and respond I need, to it. we need something to respond to. It's like, yeah. I can't just like pull shit out of thin air. I also, <laughs> you also don't, there's no definition up here. So everything's yeah. just like, bloop, 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 all. and then like, mm. it's like, but Lee is all defined up here. So I mm-hmm. can just, when you learn that other people have what you don't have, you can kind of jump on that. You can kind of <clears throat> borrow it for a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she helps me like she's she's doing a lot more work by sitting here watching us a lot of times than <sighs> what anybody would even know. And I know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And like, I wouldn't be able to have this conversation with you without her here, even though she doesn't want to say anything. Which <laughs> I ask you, I, my voice is already tired and I haven't said <laughs> barely anything. I'm just yeah, we've talked <laughs> for you. Um, so would you? Do you have my only, my only question was, do you feel when Crystal talked about the guilt and the fixer, do you ever feel like people have come to you to be a fixer for things? Absolutely. And that, I mean, uh, I'm in the middle of three and, um, my, my dad comes to me with like advice with my stepmom, um, telling, asking me things that, that my brothers don't even know exist, you know, um, don't even know have happened. And, see him you know or see he sees me more i guess as a as a friend but also in you know previous relationships it's like the main connection was me fixing Mm -hmm. um problems you know that um that came up or a situation that they were in that i knew how to fix you know um and that established a bond but that doesn't it's not a you don't have solid footing on that that kind of connection i've learned mm-hmm. uh the hard way mm-hmm. um but maybe next time i will use clear no clarity in the now and sleep on some things and maybe maybe things will work out um, this line does not have to save everyone's day mm. yeah. 
And the guilt, like you just, both of those combined, it feels like you, you're like, oh, I got to do it now. Like I got to fix yeah. everything because yeah. you want, you don't want to let anybody down too with your divine sure. heart. Like you're just like, mm-hmm. I got it. I feel this in my soul and I need to fix everything in this moment. I feel you on that. Cause I am also, I have a lot of divorces in my family mm-hmm. and I would they always called me the glue of the family. I still am considered the glue of the family. And I'm like, sure. you be such a burden. Cause I was like, I can't fix everybody's marital problems, <laughs> <laughs> but apparently they just needed to like talk to me and that made it feel better. So sure. it's interesting now looking back at that. So when people see you in your true motivation, cause there's also your transferred side, which is hope. But when people see you in that guilt motivation, um, that those are the people that are correct for you, that you are actually here to help if you choose, but those mm-hmm. are the opportunities for you. The people that see you in hope, that don't see you as the fixer, that see you as almost like this passive, like, oh, it, hopefully it works out. Hopefully it works out. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think I should fix that or like, but like, the hesitation and the resistance to it. Not that like your sacral and your emotional authority are telling you to not do it, but like where you don't actually, it's almost like you don't believe in yourself. I feel like is when that happens because hope is deeply connected to the spiritual element. And so it's almost like when you don't believe in yourself and you think like, hopefully either, hopefully it'll work out. It's almost like guilt people, they have dumb hope. Like my husband, my husband has also guilt motivation. And sometimes he just thinks things like randomly. A lot of times he's in the guilt. I'll be like, that'll, I'm like, he's like, I think this will kind. I'm like, David, you're not seeing clearly right now. And that's what happens. (laughs) It's connected to the mind. You don't actually see clearly when this is happening. I'm like, sweetie, you're not. I'm like, you can fix this. You can fix this. And like, a guilt person they'll kind of go back and forth between that hope and that guilt like leah does it too she's like i don't think i'm gonna figure this out she'll tell me she does a lot of our back end stuff on our website and she's Mm -hmm. like i don't think i'm gonna figure this out i'm like leah this damn microphone thing though seriously like like (laughs) one thing that i have not been figured have been able to figure out so but yeah it's true like everything is like you can watch yourself kind of go in and out from hoping things will work out to like, no, I can actually do this. Wait, no, hopefully something will come across and nothing ever does. And I'm like, no, actually I have to go like, you actually have to do it. I feel like I I switch into that mode when it, when it seems overwhelming or when Mm -hmm. I think I can't, you know, then it's like, well, I can't just say it won't be fixed. I have to say, I hope it will be fixed or or something is going to happen. (laughs) I I tell you, I told Leah to remove that word from her vocabulary. Just like, Mm. it's not helpful. Right. There's certain words, like once you understand like your design, like there's certain words that actually heighten your frequency. And then there's certain words that are going to deplete it. So it's important. It's like signposts to know like what is actually correct for you and like how you can utilize them and like integrate this into your life. So you can have a more ease filled life, or you can go back to that not self version and face resistance if you choose, which we're all going to go back and forth between, because we have to have a contrast, right? There has to be contrast for us to actually learn and progress and grow. Right. But do we have to stay stuck in it or is there, can we find opportunity to go back to the other side? So I feel like that's a good thing oh, yeah. to end on. That was like, I, a, I don't that. know. I feel like my open throat just like really caught that for a second. <laughs> Ready Thank for you, an ad Leah. placement right there, right after that. And just, <laughs> got it. But Beautiful. yeah. Um, so thank you so much for coming yeah. on and just like sharing 
Thank like, you guys. What it's like to live at your design and not even know it. Thank <laughs> you for analyzing my design and knowing it before you knew me. So that's yes, also I did. very cool. I also say, so I told Leah, because Leah was having a hard time getting on. And so I mm -hmm. said, you need to hurry your ass up. Like I was on your defined route. Also, I just let you guys know, Oliver has one of the most defined routes I've ever seen in my life. I just want to, I just want to preface that. Where, that I where do you see that? It's that brown bottom. box at the bottom that has all those right. lines coming out of it. <laughs> and so I said to Leah, I have, I'm 99% sure. I mean, I'm never actually sure. I am a, I'm sure. a one three and my sense is uncertainty. So I actually never know mm -hmm. if I'm correct, but a lot of times I am most of the time, most of the time. <laughs> um, but I said to Leah, I, I'm pretty sure he's either going to be right on time or early so you need to get the fuck on here so that we can chat for a second and there you were you showed up like three minutes early and i was like yeah it was yeah yeah i had a feeling that was that's gonna a happen. it's a blessing and a curse sometimes don't ever get on an airplane with me or get to the airport with me because oh awful. why is that a, like a hell ride to be on with you oh oh no it's just we're gonna get there a couple hours early and enjoy I, the night <laughs> that just stressed me out I was like, two hours early we have to be like, yeah thank you yeah, yeah. well so thank you for coming and like you know thank maybe you we'll 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 do your band next or we'll we'll, chat we'll, with them we'll or... talk there should yeah. be something fun yeah. later yeah. i'd love to, love to. Yeah, yeah that would be great it was great fun. to meet you Leah and yeah, maybe you guys can come to a show eventually. Yeah, maybe we'll I'm actually sure something meet each will cross other. Path. We have we have to meet first. Uh -huh. <laughs> no, we, <laughs> that's how it'll happen. You're gonna get us over there, Oliver. Let's, let's make it happen. <laughs> All right. Well, thank right, you, thank you guys, guys very for much. listening, and thank you for coming, Oliver. Sure. And Leah giving us your throat and head and <laughs> energy, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Crystal and I are really here as Defined Hearts to provide value to you with our unique insights. If you have found any of this episode valuable to you, we ask that you share with a friend, tag us with a highlight on Instagram, and write us a review so we can reach more people. Human design and astrology are tools to guide us toward our transformation. You are a unique and beautiful being, and we encourage you to let that light inside of you shine bright. See you in the next episode, friends.